Blog Talk Radio. Intelligent, controversial, groundbreaking. The great liberators are coming. Hosts Amiri Brown and Kenya White take on all topics intrinsic to the black experience. No topic is too cold or too hot. Now, here are the great liberators, Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Hey, how are you doing out there? This is your host, Amiri Brown, host of the Great Liberators Radio Show, coming at you live uh, on this Friday evening at 7.30 Eastern. Um, I wanted to come on here real quick, guys, and just, um, you know, talk about this Serena Williams situation. Um, I think everybody knows what happened happened to her at, um, you know, at the, the U.S. Open um, when she lost to the to the to the young lady from um, who's uh, Haitian and Japanese mixed, and you know she's been getting a lot of a lot of flack from a lot of black people, especially black men. She's been getting a lot of flack from a lot of black people, especially especially black men. And the bottom line is this: is that myself, Mary Brown, as a black man in America, I support Serena Williams. I support Serena Williams. The fact of the matter is, is that. Uh, black men are not lining up to marry sisters. Y'all not, we're not lining up to make wives out of these sisters. We don't have a 70-something percent single mother rate in the black community uh, because black men are proposing to all these sisters and the sisters just turn it, turn it, you know, turning us down, turning y'all down. You see what I'm saying? That's, that's not the reality. The reality is that for, is that many sisters find themselves in a in between a rock and a hard spot, and a lot of brothers know that. A lot of brothers know that. The reality is is that sisters have been more than loyal to the black community. They've been more than loyal to the so-called race, and now that they have set the example for swirling, the example for the behavior of getting on, whether we're talking about through athletics or whether we're talking about through entertainment, rap, movies, whatever, and then getting with, and then getting with a white person. Like, black men have been doing that. They set, the, they set the tone and the standard for that behavior. And now that sister's doing it, now all of a sudden it's a problem. Now it becomes a problem. Now, now they're a race traitor, they're a bad winch. All these brothers calling her a bad winch, like, like uh, Mr. N- Mr. Hidden Colors, Tariq Nasheed, is always, is always talking about somebody a bad winch. But, dude, you're a swirler, too. You're a swirler. You have white in-laws, brother, so you're a swirler. So who are, who are you to talk and call, and, and call somebody um, a, a, a bad winch? You have, like, zero, zero credibility on this. And, and see, what it is is that as a community and as a people, we are so inert for any type of male leadership, we will accept anything that shows any glimpse of uh, life and leadership from black men, even when, they are, even when they are wholly hypocritical. Even when they are wholly hypocritical. This is the reality. This is the reality. And so now all of a sudden... It, 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 it's, a, it's a problem. I don't blame the sister. I have, I have, me personally, I have not heard Serena Williams come out 
and say anything disparaging of any of the black men that she has dated or black men in general. She hasn't done that. So what? Sisters must uh, withhold themselves from, from being loved and being, and being put on a pedestal like, like, like women to have loyalty to the race. The fact of the matter is, is that black men have a prolific history of devaluing their women. That is the reality. As a matter of practice in the black community, as a matter of culture in the black community, we devalue black women. This is what we do. We refer to our women as bitches, as hoes, as thoughts, and, and, and the like. And on a fundamental level, we view them as unworthy of being put on a pedestal the way a husband puts a wife on a pedestal. That is part of the reason why we have a 29% marriage rate in the black community. But no one can say anything about it. No one can say anything about it? Really? That is wholly hypocritical. That is wholly hypocritical. And the fact of the matter is, is that Serena Williams does not owe black men anything. Let me repeat that. Serena Williams, 21-time Grand Slam champion, does not owe black men anything. Nobody owes you anything. And if black men don't want sisters going to other races of men to find happiness, to find love, to find companionship, then you need to start offering sisters better than what you've been offering them. Period. Period. That's, that's what needs to happen. Not, not you sit here and try and shame black women into having this loyalty to the black race that you yourselves haven't had. And see what it is, a lot of these so-called pro-black dudes, they're sitting here talking about Serena Williams is a race trader. She's a, she's a, she's a, she's a bad wench. She's this and she's that. And these same so-called pro-black canes will have a, a, a homeboy that they, that they cool with who done murdered more fellow black men than any race soldier could have ever murdered. This hypocrisy. This hypocrisy that pervades so-called black consciousness or black wokeness. Get the hell out of here with that. Black men historically have operated as free agents when it comes to, when it, when it comes to the sexual politics of American society. They have done what they wanted, slept with who they wanted. And this is why I've been consistently saying pro-black is synonymous with pro-black male, and that is it. The same men who deride Serena Williams for her choice in a, in a, in a husband put LeVar Ball on, on, on a pedestal and talking about buy, buy LeVar Ball shoes. And, 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 he, and, he, and he's a swirler. So what's the difference? Wait a minute. What, what is the difference? Why is it a problem when black women do it, but you can do it? Explain that. Make that make sense. And this is, the, this is the prime reason why the Great Liberators radio show rose up to challenge the narrative that a lot of these pro-black pro, pro um, platforms push because it is, it, it is rooted and it is steeped in... Uh, pro-black maleness, irrespective of the behaviors that pro that, that that black men engage in. That's why. See, and this is part of the reason why they will blame the feminism for destroying the family. They will blame welfare destroying the family. But then they will turn a blind eye to their pimp generation culture, 
They will turn a blind eye to the fact that they pump crack cocaine in their own community to their own women. They'll ignore that, but then focus on, but then focus on, the, on, on the former. See, this is what they do. Where they, where they want to hold sisters to a higher standard that they hold themselves to while proclaiming they are leaders. Are you serious? Are you serious? And so this type of uh, hypocrisy that they uh, cast off as leadership and concern for the race and loyalty to the race, to the race must be called out. Because the fact of the matter is that sisters have, ha, have been more loyal to the race than black men ever have. And that is the reality, and that is the major part of the problem. That is the major part of the problem. Talking about, oh, was Serena getting her Negro wake-up call? I haven't, when have you, I haven't heard Serena say anything amiss of black people or black society or black men. This, this paternalistic way in which all of these so-called pro-black aficionados want to govern everybody else's life. And the reality is the relationship dynamic that exists within the black, within the black community is wholly dysfunctional and toxic, downright toxic. So how are you going to blame a sister for finding love in the arms of a, in the arms of a white male, a man of a, a, a man of another race, when we are hard pressed to present to to to, to sisters uh, a, a functional, healthy relationship between a black male and a black female? Our marriage rates are in the damn toilet. Single mother rates are through the roof. The broken families are the prevailing dynamic in the black community. What the hell do you expect? What do you expect? Now, you know, my, my good sister, the incomparable Cynthia G, she's spoken on the topic, and she, she says that she's indifferent to Serena, and, and I understand that, and I get that, and I respect that coming from, from Cynthia G, because Cynthia G has the most credibility when we talk about swirling in, uh, in the so-called black conscious pro-black conscious sphere of YouTube because I've seen her be very consistent when it comes to black men who swirl and black women who swirl. She has a consistent message that swirling done by either side is problematic, and I agree. But I, I also, too, understand the reality and the context in which black women must make dating choices. And see, this is part of what uh, Richard Ralph Banks is talking about in his book is marriage for white people. The fact of the matter is, is that the culture, the society, the relationship dynamics, the economic dynamics does not work in the favor of black women who are seeking marriage to black men. Because we have an overabundance of black men who are either incapable or unwilling to be husbands and to be fathers and to be providers and to be protectors within the context of a marriage relationship. That is the reality. So the choice for many sisters is, do I want to be a, do I want to be a wife or do I want to be a single mother? That is the prevailing dynamic. We have a single mother rate that's, that's, that's upwards of getting close to 80%. So I don't, I don't blame a sister. What you want her to do? But she got to, she, 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 she has to just accept that as the reality, the loyalty to the race. 
But what are we offering as black men? What is the standard? What is the ethic for black manhood within the black community? This is what I've been talking about. The standards are so low in the black in, in, in the black community as it relates to black manhood. And that is something that we have to be honest about and work to change, to raise a higher standard, to raise a higher ethic. And too many brothers spend their youth and their vigor searching for that sense of manly relevance by using the black female body. And in the wake, they leave single mothers, abandoned children, and, um, and, and child support coffers that's filled to the hilt of their, uh, of their money because they're making single mothers and aren't making wives. Sitting here acting like the contemporary modern black woman is so anti-family and problematic to the family as if you're not too. You, you're just as problematic as black men. You have no room to talk. That's my point. Who the hell are you? As if, we, as if we're so family-oriented as men. No, we are not. And the fact of the matter is the reason why we are not is because that is not the way we are socialized. That is not the way we are socialized. That is not the way we have been socialized as black men. And so that is something that we have to be honest about and work to change. And until we change it, until we work to change it, you have no, you have no uh, room to be finger-wagging or pointing a finger at sisters when it comes to swirling. Y'all ass has been swirling. And that's something that Cynthia G. did, did, did great research on, like, because brothers would like to talk about the loving case in the 60s and all this other, and, and then, like, they'll even say black feminism and women, black women accept the feminism so they can have access to white men. Cut the shit. White men have been had access to black women because your black ass as a black male is dominated by the white male. And so what that means is that he has unfettered access to your women. The same isn't true for you. Your access to white women is contingent upon his permission. Deal with the reality. And so there were three prior cases where black men besought the Supreme Court to, to overturn the miscegenation laws so that they could have access to white women legally. All three times it was rejected. It wasn't until a white man, a white male, Brought, a case, brought the loving case to the Supreme Court to, to have legal access to marry black women. And that is when change happened, further demonstrating the power dynamic relationship between the white male and the black male and how the white male always has carte blanche over the black male. That is the real issue when we talk about this. And see, what it speaks to, it speaks to the fact that many, many people, Many niggas base their politics on who they have sexual, uh, sexual access to. That is the real issue. See, because now Serena married to a white man, now it's like all the all men. That, 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 ass, that ass is off the, uh, is off the market now, man. That's some good coochie I could have had, but you ain't trying to make nobody no white. You ain't trying to make nobody no white. You'll make a brother who made a woman his wife feel like he's simping if he does that. But got the nerve to try and tell Serena she wrong? Hell out of here. You have no room to talk. Start offering. What are you offering, sisters? You're not entitled to black women. You are not entitled. 
So what are you offering? Talking about a male populace who have been conditioned to see tenderness, kindness, and, and, and lovingness to their, to, to their female counterpart as weakness. This is the way we are socializing our boys. Teaching them to be predatory in their relationship dynamics with black women. And then wonder and then wonder why black women running around here mad as hell. It's not the sisters that have the issue. You have the issue as the men. And as I consistently said, the litmus and the tone setter for what is going to be the acceptable behaviors in the black community starts with the men. Period. Period, point blank. So if you don't want sisters doing it, you need to stop doing it. But we know you're not going to stop. Because the truth is, the white female is the black male's kryptonite. And everybody knows it. That's the, that's the real issue. Hold on, I, I, have, I have Remy here. I'm going to bring her on right quick. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing good. Oh, you're doing good? Okay, okay. So, look, so, so check this out. What do you think about, about the topic? Because, you know, everybody's going to, co- coming down on Serena and talking about, you know, that's what she gets. She's getting her nigga wake-up call and all this. I, 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 I understand that Serena knows good and well she's a black woman and what that means to her because she's been a black woman her entire life. But at mm-hmm. the same time, she still has those those needs that, that every – Every woman has, and, and every other race of woman has the privilege of having, and that is to be treated as a woman and to be made to feel like a woman. And the reality is, is, that, is that the hard rock, the, the, the place between the hard rock that sisters find themselves is, do I remain loyal to a race of men who on a fundamental level devalue me, or do I, do I vacate to other, other, other ethnic groups and races of men who will see me as something other than a, 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 other than um, a sexual jungle gym, or other than a hole, or other than a thought? Because this is the prevailing uh, dynamic when we talk about the culture in the black community, and that is something we have to be honest about. What do you think about it, Rene? Um, In regards to the Serena situation, and I mean anybody who is in a interracial relationship with another race. I mean, to be quite honest, um, me personally, I I mean, I get it. I understand because I always come mm-hmm. from a place of understanding why people do the things that they do. But as far as do I accept and condone, I don't. Um, the okay. reason why is because... Well, see, but, but hold on, Wendy, because, see, there's a difference between accepting and condoning and supporting somebody in what they're, in, in what they're doing. You see what I'm saying? There's a, there's right. a difference, because I don't, I, don't condone it. I don't condone it either, but I understand the reality that she exists in that's causing her to make her decisions. Because, uh, like, I haven't heard uh, Serena say anything amiss of black men or the black men that she dated, or 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 the black community. Like, has anybody ever 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 thought that maybe she found somebody that makes that makes her happy as a woman? That, that like because check this out. Like, 
and it's something that even Cynthia said, like Cynthia said until very recently, that like all the men in her life, these there there wasn't any pleasant experiences with these men. There, there wasn't like every experience was toxic. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So so this is what I'm talking about. If we want to not see these types of things play out, then we have to shift and change the culture. Uh-huh. We have to think about think about what we're asking and see. This is the the the, the dysfunctional aspect of the myopic view in which a lot of these so-called pro-black aficionados operate from because what you're essentially asking, asking black women to do is to be loyal to something that is, that is toxic to, to their well-being. This is part of the reason why we, have, we only have a marriage rate that's, that sits at 29%. We have single mother rates that's hovering, that's getting closer to 80%. You see what I'm saying? But, but, but go ahead and finish saying what you're saying. Call a 404. I'm I'm, I'm, um, I'm going to bring you on in a second. Go ahead and finish saying what you were about to say, Renee. But here's the thing. Um, see, when it comes to our community and, you know, dating, you mm-hmm. know, outside of our race and also procreating um, with people outside of our race, that is a detriment to our community. Because just think about it, like we always mention, if you procreate with someone outside of your race and then your child procreates with someone, you know, besides, you know, someone that is black, then as, you know, as that continues from generation to generation, then that's when, Mm -hmm. you know, the black race is going to be wiped out. So it's more of keeping our community intact. It's not okay on an individual level, which I think a lot of us do think on. We always think of we always see, that's individualistic that's exact point. Right, right. That's, that's the exact point. We don't have a community. We don't have a community. Like we have a black disunity. What, 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 what community do we have? We don't have a community. And everybody operates as individuals when it's convenient for them. And then when it's time to bear the burden of their errant decisions and their errant choices, now it's about a community. The fact of the matter is, is we don't have a community. We don't have a community. And Black men and black women, the relationship dynamic that exists between the two is very toxic. It is, it is very toxic. Like, a, as a married person who's been speaking on the issues and the relationship uh, dynamics that exist between black men and black women on my Facebook page, that, like, I have niggas coming at me who, and acting as if somehow I'm disqualified from the conversation. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, they, they, right. they're, they're, they're telling me I'm wrong. And, and, and that their way of doing it and their way of doing it is right, which their way of doing it is not is not getting married, uh, is having these, you know, engaging in this serial monogamy, and and, and everything like that. So it, again, it goes back to the choices that that sisters have. Like, what choice are we giving sisters? What choice are we giving sisters? Like, they'll make a sister think it's wrong to want to have her nice wedding day that other other women of other races get to enjoy. But if you want it as a sister, something wrong with you. This, right. this is the this is the mindset that they come from. This is the mindset that they come from. So and see, this speaks to the the, the internalization of the the defeminization of the black female that we have internalized as a people and as a culture, and it is also mm-hmm. connected to the 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 so called strong black woman myth. All these things all these things are connected. All these things are, are, are connected, but I totally get what you're saying because I'm as pro-black as they come, and so because I'm as I'm as pro-black as they come, my politics and my life choices and decisions reflect that. See, I, I don't have a 
I don't have this thing where shit, that white girl got a fat ass, boy, I go up in there. A lot, that's the way a lot of these brothers think. That's the way right. a lot of these brothers Like, a lot of the same people who were talking about Serena Williams was, kept, was talking about supporting LeVar Ball. Saying, saying, mm. when, see, when it's, a, when it's a black man doing it, you can be pro-black and date white, too, and procreate white, too. You can do that, but then the moment the moment it comes from the sisters, now it's a policy. But what it speaks to is a lot of these brothers have an, have an inferiority complex to the white male because the white male is dominant over them economically, militarily, politically, socially. See, right? But and you so also have, when you also know, have to look at so, it. You, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to cut you off, but you also have to look at it on um you know on the basis of. I don't think all the men really is thinking like that on the terms of, oh, well, because she got a white man, now I feel threatened, so now I'm going to, you know, say all of these egregious things about her. There is is some people who genuinely is concerned of of the reasons why that she did it. And I say this a lot because it's like, when we think mm-hmm. about the state of this country today, how white people, you know, there's more of them dying than there are being born. Right. When, you, if, when, you're, when you have that type of um, crisis in your community, the first thing you're going to think of is, okay, well, what do we do to counteract this type of, um, you know, situation? So it, right. it's more of, like, a lot, you know, it's just more of, okay, well, is it all about love when it comes to interracial dating, or is this all about um, one fetish or two, you know, just continuing mm-hmm. our race as much as we can for as long as we can? This is, that, is, that is the concern that I have personally. I can't speak for everybody else. But I also see that a lot of men, they are genuinely concerned. It's not always about, okay, well, you know, she's with a white man, so now I feel threatened, so I'm going to say everything I can, everything bad about her. I don't really think it's always about that. Oh, okay. Hold, uh, let me let me get this caller. Caller, I'm bringing you on. Yeah, hello, caller. Okay. Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, what, what's up, man? What's your name? This is Naj. What's going on, man? Oh, what's up, man? How you how you doing, man? Uh, what's well, your, what's your thoughts on? I'm interested to see what you have to say. Well, well, yeah, I I think there's a couple things to be careful around with this issue. Uh, the first thing would be there's a lot of American problems that we take on as black people, and then assume right. that we are the cause of, or or we we're getting affected by this, and other people aren't. When in reality, we're actually just kind of part of uh part of this whole mess of pottage that's going you know in decline in this in this particular period. Right. Then the second part would be social media is giving everybody a voice. That means stupid opinions, right. bad opinions, all of those are gonna be out there, but we can't put right. that like we can't use that swath of folks to generalize a whole group of folks. So there's a lot okay. of good black men with a lot of decent opinions and a lot of people who are more nuanced than some of these people who will be the most vocal, the loudest and remember how social media works. If you post, hey, I, uh, this is me in a blue shirt, somebody likes it. Hey, that's a nice blue shirt. Then somebody comes in and says, man, that's an ugly shirt. It don't fit. I don't know why you would wear that. <laughs> One person laughs, another person laughs, another person likes it, another person comments, another person says, why would you say that to somebody? You see how that all of a sudden gains traction, and that's where immediately people go to once it goes on in a negative tone. So this I would say yeah. it's just this is the thing to be careful about because we don't want to generalize uh, because a lot of things that we discuss mm-hmm. as far as our problems, uh, we discuss right. the aftermath, not the cause of them. Uh, 
Uh, the cause of them is this right. raggedy-ass society that's been this way since it was <laughs> made. So we can't get confused right. on that one, man. But, you know, it is what right, it is. Right. But if you if you want to find an ignorant black dude who will say some stuff like that, oh, you'll find him. <laughs> and have a whole crew with him and people liking his stuff and acting like that dude is speaking the gospel. So there's that too, man. So, you know, it's a lot. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, well, so well, let me ask you this. Um about like personally, what like what are you, what are your feelings towards um, you know Serena Williams? Because check this out, because I like because I think we all understand and acknowledge that she was done unfairly. And look, like me personally, I do understand the racial um, and you know sexist dynamics that was at, that that was at play there. And so for me, wh- why would I turn a blind eye to to the functioning of white supremacy or, or racism? Just because I fit, just because of, of, of this person's personal choice of who they decided to marry and, and and start a family with, you see what I'm saying? Like to me, that's doing the same thing you're saying that this person is doing. I see, cause I, I like I, like me personally, I'm about I'm about fairness on a fundamental level, and, and you know, and and, and, and and judging righteously, and, and being balanced, and being fair, and and honest in my critiques and in, and in my assessments, and like that's doing the same. That's doing the exact same thing that you're accusing Serena of doing. What what you think about that? Yeah, yeah. You still there? Nope. Dang, my bad. I kept kept dropping off, man. Can you can you restate it again? I know this is crazy, but can you say okay, it again? Okay, yeah, yeah. Cause I, I don't know something. I think my because we're finna going to overtime. Because I, I only I only studied this um this episode for thirty minutes. I should have kept it going longer, but I didn't want to be on here for too sure. long. But I, I was saying that um you know that like you have these individuals who. You know, talking about uh, that they're not supporting Serena Williams, and that's good for and and like they're 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 pretty much giving white supremacy a pass because of who who was being affected by, which was Serena. And so what I'm saying is, is okay, well, you're doing the exact same thing that you claim Serena is doing. See, it was for me, it would be different if I heard her saying, um, you know, saying bad things or negative things about black men in general saying negative things about the black man that she dated, but she, I, I've never heard her say any of those things. It looks like to me she just did what she felt like was best for her life on a personal, individual basis, and how can we fault her for that when we do that every day as, as black folks? We do that every day. So what I was asking you is, like, personally, how do you feel about it? Like, how do you feel about her and the situation that went on with Wimbledon? I mean, not Wimbledon, the U.S. Open. Well, yeah, I, I, I'm just always just a little at odds with the whole idea of celebrity culture that so many people mm. spend so much time and effort and energy and, and put so much into these people who they don't really know. So, right. no, I, I mean, I wouldn't really concern myself with it like that. She's a great tennis player, one of the best to ever do it. Uh, you know, who right. she dates, man, that's her business, man. There have been people who've done right, really right. good work and been married to somebody else. I don't agree with it because mm. I wouldn't do it for myself, but I'm not going to knock you. Right. But I'm not going to throw away Brian Fanon's book because he dated outside his Right. Life. I'm not going to act like Frederick Douglass right. don't matter because he dated outside his race. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, right. it, it ain't something I would do personally, and I know other people are going right. to do it. But, man, I ain't got time to be trying to argue with people and convince them to love themselves or love somebody who look like them. Like, I, right. <laughs> if yeah, you got to convince them, yeah, yeah, then, like I mean, they, what's that saying? <laughs> exactly. That's what I'm saying. You, because, like, for, for, for a lot of us, the standard is something else that what we see coming from black relationships. Like we, we see a lot of the, a lot of the relationships that exist between black men and black women tend to be dysfunctional and it tends to be toxic. 
And so, like, and, 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 and see, that's the real dangerous part because, you know, these next generations, like, it, they're, they're going to be existing in, a, in an entirely different culture. See, because the further we get away from the civil rights movement, the further we get away from the history of, of slavery and all these different things, the, the less race is going, to, is going to be a part of their decision-making processes. You see what I'm saying? Irrespective of the fact that white supremacy is still going to be operating and functioning and going full steam ahead with the agenda. You see what I mean? Yeah, but so see, it, 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 yeah, it, yeah, I see what you mean, but I, like, I have a hard time like putting toxicity off on that being something that's unique to our culture. I think that's more of an American thing, right. a capitalist thing. The majority of people, mm-hmm. when you talk about domestic disputes, and, you know, the backing right. of it is financial or the backing of it is usually somebody, you know, infidelity. But the majority right. of that is, is the, the pressure people are living under, uh, the lifestyles they're not liking, and, and just everything that American culture has brought. You go through each, you know, social group, and you see the high divorce rates. You see the high uh, domestic violence rates. You see the high neglect and uh, abandonment. Mm-hmm. Like, all of that stuff is going on throughout America. So I don't think we should tie that down to ourselves as unique. I think we should just look at it as, damn, this is a fucked-up society. How do you either change right. how you function in that society you know, as best you can with enough people uh, or just, you know, just understand this is what this thing produces. And, and that's the scariest thing to me. I, I think uh, A. Right. Brown, he had a book, uh, the, the Nigger Factory. And, you know, in that mm. book, I think that's what he was trying to get at, just talking about what this country right. can produce. And then, you know, you end up trying to fix somebody who's all the way tore up. And, yeah, that can be a right. problem, but it ain't because they're black. It's because this society is racist. It's because it's right, it's really oppressive. I, I, you know what? I agree with that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, 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 you I, I totally white, agree with that. that. Um, a lot thing. of these things are socially engineered. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, you go to that poor white community, see the same thing. Poor Latino community, mm-hmm. see the same things. And, you know, just right. after a while, it's like, okay, we got so much to deal with. It's hard to, you know, take on the brunt of this thing, especially without blaming ourselves. Because, man, we, we right. know. I know you've met some people who could have been potentially great or potentially really good for themselves and their family who were just destroyed mm-hmm. by the system, man. It grinds people up. Right. And I'm not talking about just in a racial targeted way. I'm talking about period. Like this thing. Right. <laughs> this thing is right. true. <laughs> yeah. American, American culture is, is just is degenerative, you know, just in a, in a, in a general sense, you know what I mean? Um, and, and, and you know what, you're right, but you know what? And, and it's like that, that old ad that says that um, if America has, a cold black society has the flu. And then see, that is part of what, like, even Lee Atwater, he, he, he was getting at that too when he, was, when he talked about, you know, the Southern strategy. And that is they know whatever adverse dynamic that they let loose in American society, it is, uh, it is always going to disproportionately affect black society precisely because, we're, we're, you know, our position within a society. And so those things will tend to have a concentrated effect on um, on a group of people who are already dealing with the compounding factors of uh, white supremacy, and, and 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 that is so true. Like even when you mentioned how like uh, a lot of a, a lot of divorces take place because of finances. You see what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, that that is the prime driver of, um, of of divorce rates, and so we know what the what the wealth disparity between black and white. Um, says and so we understand that the effects for black for black society are going to are going to be ju- are going to be worse are going to be compounded. So you know I I, I I totally get 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 that point that you're coming from. 
Yeah, and, and I, I get out of here, but and, and listen to y'all wrap it up. Mm-hmm. But uh, I, I think everybody okay. should check out that aim, that old Amos Wilson lecture, man. Uh, and, and it was about black men and, and black women's relationships. And I, I think he gets okay, into yeah, a lot of good out. stuff. This is from the nineties. Uh, so Amos Wilson lecture, from the 90s. Where, you know, I think it's really useful. Yeah, is it on YouTube? One, man, but, yep, it's on YouTube. But I think okay, it's really yeah. useful, man. I'm gonna look, yeah, I'm gonna look that up tonight. Yeah, because I've, oh, yeah, I've had many people uh, reference yeah. me to Dr. Amos Wilson. Okay, all right, yeah, I appreciate I appreciate the call, brother. Appreciate it. All right, I'll let y'all. All right. Bye. Yeah, let me, so I, I'm going to let you have the last word. Uh, I'm going to let you have the last word, sis, because I, I got the, the stream. Maybe we're in overtime right now anyway, so I got to get ready to get out of here. But go ahead and just give your, your final thoughts on it. Well, my final thoughts is this. Um, I feel like a lot of times, A lot of our people, the reasons why we get so worked up in regards to um, our people dating interracially, um, I don't think it has a lot to do with, oh, well, because, you know, we're just mad because, okay, you want to date a white woman or you want to date a uh, white man per se. Sometimes we are just concerned because usually anytime our people, and we've seen this in, um, you know, the media, so I'm pretty sure you know what I'm talking about. Every time our people date one of these people, bad things starts to happen to them. And I would use Holly Berry as a great example. I mean, she thought that, you know, the grass is greener on the other side, and look what she's dealing with. She has to pay now. She has to pay her ex-husband child support and spousal support for their daughter. And. I mean, it's just it's just a lot of concern, and I just feel like you know, as a as a community, personally, I just feel mm-hmm. like as much as possible, if it is possible, that we definitely need to repair our relationships with each other, black men and black women, because we are at a crisis right now, and we are in a state of survival. So anything that we need right. to do to survive, we need to go ahead and do it now. As far as them. You know, trying to stay alive as long as they can. That's why it's a little suspicious in these days. It's because they will do whatever they mm-hmm. can to survive, and if that means attaching to us to do it, then so be it. Right, right. But yeah, those are my final like thoughts. A, almost like a yeah, like a like a parasite, a parasite. Like exactly. that's pretty much what it's always been. That has been their relationship with the with the larger global community has been a parasitic one. You know, where they must right. um, siphon the resources, the life, the life forces and um you know just the life energy from uh, from other from other cultures and from other uh-huh. cultures and, they, and they've done this you know all across the globe and so this is this is just part of the course but again um if we as black men want to want to quell this influx of swirling black women then we must offer black women something and you know something that is uh comparative to, to, to that dynamic. And so that means restoring and, you know, like restoring the relationship dynamics that we have with, with, we have with sisters, shifting the entire culture. We must, that, that's something that has, that has to take place on a fundamental level, and we have to, um, you know, uh, begin to value our women as women and not continue to ask them to um, engage in these Herculean feats of, this black feminine, black feminine strength, because and it's something I, I keep mentioning when we talk about the strength of the black woman. What we're really talking about is her ability to endure abuse and to take on 
um, things that are that are really there for the masculine or the male to do. And so that's what we must do um, as black men. But I appreciate you calling in. I appreciate the, the, the listeners and the callers. We did have a few uh, a few listeners on the line, so that's what's up. Um, we're going to be live Monday night at, at 8 o'clock. We're going to be posing the $1,000 question, has black feminism helped or hurt the black community? You're not going to want to miss that. We're going to be live on, um, on our YouTube page at The Great Liberators. Also, you can check us out um, on our Facebook page, The Great Liberators Radio Show, on, on, um, you know, on Facebook. So make black America great again or die trying. Thank you for listening to The Great Liberators, host Amiri Brown and Kenya White. Until next time.